So you want to marry my daughter? Yes, I do. So do you hang out in the hood all the time, or do you just come up here for our food and women? This January. Your family, my family. I don't know how this is going to work. I like your braids. Thank you. Exhibit had braids. Jonah Hill, Lauren London, David Duchovny, Nia Long, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Eddie Murphy. What's up with white cuz? Am I white cuz? Well, I'm not. You People, directed by Kenya Barris. Rated R, now streaming only on Netflix. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh, where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Taylor, let's catch up because, frankly, we, we dropped the ball a little bit, but, but, but can we explain? This is a very special week. And it's not special because Brady was in New England, and it's not special because the it's Chiefs. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. First of all, yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Yes. My son is home and here and safe and all that, and we feel amazing about that. But, but and he's absolutely precious. We'll have to post a picture, Sam, if you're comfortable on the Let's Catch Up page. I, With I his hands crossed, he looks like just a little dude in the back seat of the car. Absolutely precious and adorable. I want to squeeze him. I can't wait to meet him in person. Thank you. So. And, and he, he's already asking about you, right? He, <laughs> he has a lot of words, but he, he knows Taylor. He knows Let's Catch Up. And he's saying, uh, it's about time, Sam. What are you doing, Dad? We got to make that happen. So more importantly, though, than that, barely, forget about the birth of my child. How about the birth of Taylor Rashadi? Happy birthday, Taylor. Thank it you. is birthday week. It is birthday month. It's truly birthday month because both of us actually have October. But I this year's is right around the corner. This is not about me. Yes, the dueling Libras, but but Taylor, happy, happy birthday. I mean, I, I guess I would say if there was a wish for the NFL season for you, you know, if a genie could just grant you a wish, I guess if it was non-Ravens related, is there anything for your birthday that, that you would want for this season to bring you? You know, you can think about it. You can give it to me later. But I mean, I, I would it's, love that to be it. It's funny that you say that because, I, you know, some of my friends were like, what are, what are you doing for your birthday? What are you doing? And I was like, oh, well, I have to work really late Monday night because I had the Monday night Chargers game, Chargers Raiders here in Los Angeles. And as crazy as it sounds, and I am rarely like this, but I was honestly just so grateful to be doing that game and so excited for it. It felt like a birthday present in itself. So there was nothing that I would have rather been doing on Monday night. Of course, my birthday was Tuesday, but I worked Tuesday as well. But that's irrelevant. I felt like my birthday present was doing that Monday night Chargers Raiders game. It was a blast. It was so much fun. Such a close game, too. You kind of had a feeling that the Raiders were going to kind of turn things around and take it home because we've seen that happen to the Chargers one too many times. But this sure. is a different team than last year. And No, and you killed it at that game. And that was an exciting game. Considering what happened in the first half, 21 nothing to see the I Raiders. Know. I love this Chargers team, though. I would love to see them go very, very far. Well, look, the fourth and two to Jared Cook. And then the drive that takes the clock down from about nine minutes to two minutes with Eckler punching it in to make mm-hmm. it 28-14. That really showed you this team and your guy, you've been saying it, Brandon Staley, this is a different mentality. This is a mm-hmm. different team with a killer instinct. I mean, maybe you could have said it with that Cowboys game <laughs> right there, but... He goes for it on fourth down. He has no fear. This team is really now developing something beyond just Herbert but you're seeing it with the coach and yeah. quarterback, that sort of symbiotic relationship. Symbiotic relationship there. And you really saw uh, the Chargers run game, which was a huge key piece to this offense because you can't expect uh, uh, Herbert to throw that many yards every game. And you don't want him to be doing that. 
Staley actually mentioned it in his press or in his post game press conference. He's like, look, there's a physical element to running the ball where it really does help spread out the wealth amongst having defenders be on your team. It lets them know that you aren't just going to throw it every time. It forces them to actually come up front and guard you up front. So I think that that was critical for them. I think that this week against the Browns is going to be a true test because the Browns is a little bit similar in my mind to a team like the Cowboys, which is where they struggled because they had that one-two punch in the running backs with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And then of course with the Browns, they've got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And that's where the Chargers have struggled in that run defense. That's a stronger version than Zeke and Pollard, I would say. When you you take the two of them, right? I mean, Hunt and Chubb. It's it's the strongest tandem in the league. I mean, the Browns lead the league in rushing right now, I think, right? By far. And speaking of, by the way, symbiotic relationship, quarterback and coach, we might as well just talk about what we saw for Thursday Night Football. But the Rams... Way to take the terrible taste of that Cardinal smackdown out of your mouth and to go into Seattle, win a divisional game like that. That was impressive. The Rams, uh, yes, I, I, I said the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl this season. And, and of course, you know, right now and certainly coming off that win on Thursday night, it looks great. There's a lot of work to be done, but that's an impressive win in Seattle, primetime. Russell Wilson had won his last nine Thursday night football starts. So, that's a big game to win in Seattle. I'm sorry, on a short week. It's a week. huge game. It's a huge game on a short week, like you said. And they look fantastic. They really do. They look like a complete offense, a complete defense. There's really nothing that's lacking. We, they had a slow start tonight, which honestly, it's understandable when you're going up against a division opponent. You guys know each other so well. Seattle is one of the hardest places to play in. It was loud. Everybody was tweeting about it on Twitter saying, this is one of the loudest stadiums that they had heard in a while. So look, when Matthew Stafford's finger, obviously Russell Wilson's finger ended up getting injured too. But when that happened, I'm thinking, oh boy, this might not turn out as well as the Rams. He, all, he missed he missed a couple throws. I mean, you can even argue the biggest throw of the game, which I would argue is in a 7-3 game, third and 10 in the third quarter on the Rams' first drive when they looked like garbage on those first two plays. He hits Deshaun Jackson for that huge play that sets up the touchdown for them to take the lead. But even on that play, you heard Troy Aikman say it. He could even led Deshaun on that throw, potentially. There. Deshaun spotted it and came By back. By the way, Deshaun, when he catches that ball and then just glides into the end zone, everybody's like hauling ass, trying to keep up with them. It looks like they're all struggling, and he's literally gliding across the football field. I remember, I remember. He get into the end zone there. He was a little sh- he was He was short there. They ended up punching it in. But Deshaun, you're right. When he catches the ball and then finds the I've middle I've never seen anything field, like it. Doesn't he find the middle of the field unlike anybody mm-hmm. else? Like he uses, instead of just going straight in a straight line, he loves to cut across the field there and turn on the burners. But completely in- in- impressive from them there. And, and you're right. Very slow start. It looked like they could have sputtered that entire game. I will say, I thought Jordan Fuller at the end of the game definitely enhanced the face on Tyler Lockett for the Geno interception, Mm -hmm. but that'll be long forgotten when the season is said and done. That's just a Rams victory in Seattle and an impressive statement for that division. Yeah, Rams are 4-1 and for the second straight season. Yeah, this is, and, and again, McVay off a loss is scary good now. That's just a team you don't want to say is see if they lost the week before. Now, one thing we didn't get to talk about, Taylor, and we'll blame, let's blame your birthday. Why not? It's fun. I mean, I, I think everyone gets a free pass uh, for a birthday, right? I mean, that's that, that's fine. And again, it was such a wild night for me, my 30th, you know, sitting at NFL Network. <laughs> come on, Taylor. Yes, come on. Happy birthday again, though. We are thrilled. But 
the big moment that we didn't speak about was, of course, Brady going into New England and beating the Patriots 1917. I'm going to let you have the floor on this one because I, I just want to hear what you have to say about, you know, the night, the game, just mm-hmm. the whole thing. I'm fascinated to hear what you thought. It's about. the closest game that's like come to a Super Bowl, I would say. That's how much hype was surrounding this game and how much excitement there was for this and anticipation. And rightly so. I mean, understandably and rightly so, you saw how emotional Tom Brady was getting after the game in his post-game interview. I was rooting for Tom. Of course, I think that we all kind of feel like, you know, he's like the, he's the employee and that Bill Belichick was his boss and he's going back to where he felt like he deserved, you know, a little bit of a golden ticket and he never really got it there. So of course I was, despite, you know, we're all a little tired of the Patriots always winning and Tom Brady always winning, but I was still rooting for Tom. But what Bill Belichick did with his cast and his team and look, the Bucks have the most complete offense, the most complete defense in the National Football League right now. The Patriots, not so much. They've got a rookie quarterback. They've got a lot of key missing pieces. And the performance that they put on against the Buccaneers, I was shocked that it was so close. I was shocked that they did so well. Mac Jones made some fantastic passes. I was not that I was blown away by Bill Belichick's coaching because come on, it's Bill Belichick. You know, he's going to put up a good fight, but in terms of what the bucks should have done against this team, because they have so much more talent on that team, they are a complete team. It should have been a blowout. You're right. Bill Belichick, Mac Jones. I think that they outplayed what they should have put up on paper. And I think that if you're a Patriots fan, you've got a lot to look forward to. You've got a lot to be excited about. Mac Jones does look good. I, for the first time, think that I'm able to see what Bill Belichick saw on Mac Jones because he competed. You're almost convincing me, Taylor. Almost. The problem is I've had two days to chew on this. And so, and, and, and I see it different. What you said, none of it is incorrect because the Patriots do look like they are headed in the right direction. The problem for me is, and we heard a lot of this that night, and we've heard it throughout the week, what an impressive game we saw from the world. People were so impressed with Matt Jones in a 1917 loss to the Bucks. The problem for me is not what you've just said. It's who we're saying it about. Because New England, the standard in New England, it's their own fault for creating the bar that high but the problem is i can't see losses for new england as a positive step it's just one of those things that over the course of time i've just seen so much winning in that jersey and from that coach and even from that position of quarterback in Matt Jones. i felt like there was an opportunity there for new england to win that game maybe it was because of the elements you know brady did not throw the ball well that night in the rain right i mean there were just a couple of i mean i, I also i also thought antonio brown dropped what should have been a touchdown pass. oh my gosh i'm surprised that i'm surprised that he was on a commercial flight home yeah absolutely you know that that was that was bad i mean it's not it's a it's a ball that he catches i'm not gonna say every receiver catches it. it's certainly a ball antonio brown catches and 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 he missed it there he simply he simply missed it and didn't in his off. hands in his hands but i don't like this idea that New England is headed in the right direction because they're a franchise that is supposed to define the direction for everybody else. So I don't see it as, oh, wow, how adorable that they're so close in a 1917 game. To me, it's, no, that was your opportunity to beat the Bucks. 
to spoil Tom's return, to get some small glimmer of redemption from the fact that Brady goes on and wins the Super Bowl without you, and now you're hosting him, and now you can say, all right, well, at least we beat you head-to-head, and it did not happen. And, Taylor, I will ask you this, and certainly for someone who's watched as many Ravens games as you have, you know this also. In the AFC, are the Patriots, in the next five seasons, in the next five seasons, are the Patriots going to be in the conversation about the best teams in the AFC? I would say yes, because of what I saw from the other night. And I know it's shocking. I think that they're going to have a few really great drafts. I think that Bill Belichick, his legacy will not die without him getting another ring. Okay, that's okay. That is a bold statement. I'm standing out of the way of that. That's a bold statement. And it's great. I love that you're saying it. You're he saying, will not go out without another ring. You're saying you're saying Belichick won't leave without another one, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Here's how I see it. Unfortunately, I watched that game. And I, I, I see, and I just start adding up teams in the AFC. But to me, you've got, again, you've got a game this Sunday night between the Bills and the Chiefs. Those look like the top two teams in the AFC. You've got another game this weekend that you talked about earlier between the Chargers and see, the I'm more, I'm, uh, It's funny that you say that I'm way more convinced on the Chargers than the Chiefs or the Bills right now. Wow. Okay. So, again, so that's bold too. But I see, I see the AFC as Chargers, Browns, Ravens, Chiefs, and Bills. Those are the teams of note in the AFC. And to me, over the course of the next five years even, you're going to have a tough time convincing me that those won't be the five teams that matter in the AFC. And the Patriots are not going to be in that conversation. They'll be on those schedules. They will have games against those teams. They might even have wins against those teams. I don't think they will have significant playoff wins against those teams. And I don't see a path to the Super Bowl for the Patriots because of those five teams. Those five teams are significantly poised to be in position to host and win AFC championship games. And I don't see that for the Patriots anymore. I do not. And I don't almost because of the competition more than because of anything they're doing wrong. Mm, We'll have to see. Only time will tell, but I, I see Bill Belichick putting together another Super Bowl team. I, I sure look. I certainly see the drive for Belichick, and I and I certainly know that glint in his eye that he's going to want to do that for sure. And of course, no matter what he says, seeing Brady go out and do it without him has got to drive him. But that's just that's how I saw it. The Hulu and Disney Plus bundle. Glorious. The stories that move us, like Loki and the Mandalorian on Disney Plus. This is the way. The shows that everyone is talking about, like the Kardashians. When you love, you know you're alive. And the Bear on Hulu. Yes, yes. Hulu and Disney Plus, better together in a brand new bundle, all for just nine ninety nine a month. All of these and more now streaming. Eighteen and over only. Access content from each service separately. Offer valid for eligible subscribers only. Terms apply. See the DisneyBundle.com for details. Before we wrap here, a couple of things. I just brought up those four teams, and you've already talked about it for the for the Chargers and the Browns. I love what you said. You see the Chargers with this Browns game as very similar to the Cowboys in the opponent because of the running game, right? Yeah, I think that when you look at, yeah, like we said, when you look at Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard, and then you're comparing it to Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, that's, what the, that's where the Char- Chargers like really, really struggle is in their run defense. And when they've got, when they're going up against a team that does have that running back tandem, they were able, the only team they've been able to shut down in their run game was the Raiders last week. But if you think about it, Peyton Barber was out, Josh Jacobs was just coming back from injury. 
I don't think he was at 100%. I think that he still wasn't in full game shape. So I think that their biggest challenge this week is going to be stopping stopping the Browns' run game if they do want to win that game. Absolutely. It is a little bit advantageous to them, though, because, of course, the news of Baker Mayfield's arm coming out. So they aren't going to have to put as much, I think, on the receivers because Baker, the last couple of weeks, he's looked off. And then, of course, it comes out today that on his non-throwing shoulder, his labrum is torn and Kurt Warner came on our air the other day and he was talking about it and he's like, you know, yeah, of course it's not going to directly affect the way that you throw the ball, but in essence it does because your balance is off. So there is a little bit of concern there for that Browns offense. You compensate, right? When you're injured, you just, you compensate. Your body naturally compensates and you're a little ginger on the other side because of that. So that's a great point by Kurt. And and I love that you said that. And that's another wrinkle to this game. I'm with you. Actually, I, I, I see the Chargers I see the Chargers in this game. I see the Chargers establishing, you know, we're really here in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like this is this team has been taking big steps. And, I mean, I think that they've already established that. And like the fact that, you know, like we're still saying, oh, they've got to establish themselves. They've got to establish themselves. But I do, I do see what you're saying. This is more of a statement game because they are coming off back. Yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing, will be a bigger, nothing will be a bigger statement than being the Chiefs in Arrowhead, which they've done already. So that's, that's massive. But, but here the Browns are, you know, the Browns are trying to be that next team. The Chargers are trying to be that next team. And here it is. And then of course, Taylor, the real heavyweight bout, which everybody's going to see for the AFC is Bill's Chiefs. I mean, this is a rematch of the AFC championship game. And, you know, the Bills are riding high coming into this. The Chiefs, frankly, yes, of course, they got right a little bit against the Eagles, which, which we could have predicted. But the two weeks before that, a lot of questions. A lot of questions about the Chiefs. A lot of questions. I mean, that that Ravens came, which of course we were we were just through the roof about. I mean, we were so excited to see Lamar get his first win against Mahomes, mm-hmm. and, then, and then you know, and then the next week to have that loss against the Chargers. It's it's really interesting timing. I feel like I, it feels like the Bills' momentum is is stronger than the Chiefs at the moment, but I'm fascinated to see what you think about what's going to happen on Sunday night in this game. I th- this one I still I'm really I, not sure. I I, th- I would love to see the Bills win this game. I know that they have not been able to defeat Patrick Mahomes yet. I think that this is going to be their game where they've got kind of got a little bit of advantage because like you said they've got the momentum going into this. The Chiefs are coming off back-to-back losses. There's a huge huge concern for that Chiefs defense. So until and again, not back to back losses. Out. Yeah, but the Chiefs—they had back to back losses. They, they beat the Eagles, so it's not quite back to back for them. But You're they right. have those. Two, but they do have those back to back losses, which to me, again, and those were back to back AFC losses, right? That that Eagles win—it's adorable. It was in Philly. That was nice. You know, neither team punted. But this is the game, right? This is the measuring stick now. All of a sudden, real quick, early in the season. All right, here's the team that you essentially blew out in the AFC, you know, it was just never really a game in the AFC championship. And here they are again, you know, whatever, whatever magic you had over Baltimore seems to be gone. And now this is going to be the next test here. I think I'd love to see Josh Allen do this. I, I, for purposes of of us just making a pick here, I'm going to say Kansas city looks great at home and takes sort of the, the scare of what happened in the Baltimore game and the game against the Chargers and says, we, we can't let this happen again. You know, that the, the, the Andy has just got them in a place where, where they're treating this not quite like a playoff game, but like a regular season game that matters. Because if you look at it, the loss to Baltimore and the loss to the Chargers, I mean, that's caught the, the Chiefs are very quickly going to be out of the conversation for the one seed. And of course, remember, based on last year, you know, you only have the one team that gets that bye week. 
they lose to Buffalo, it's over. There's no right. There's no. There's no path to getting the one seed if you lose to Buffalo. None. Yeah. So this matters. If they if they want to go and you know if the Chiefs want to, do, I mean, every team in the league is is vying for Super Bowl. The Chiefs feel like they're this close to another one and and, and feel very much. I'm sure like they should have won one if their offensive line was healthy for last season. So this is the game where they got to get right. And, and so I'll I'll say Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, all their stars show up, and, and maybe even a little Alaire. And it's going to take something defensively, of course. And and you know, and and Tyron Matthew had a very good game against Baltimore, and yeah. it didn't matter. But this is one that's really going to establish who's who in the AFC this weekend. I think I think it's fun. I think those those four teams playing each other this weekend for the AFC is really going to. We're going to know a lot. You know how each week we feel like we learned we so much, right? Yeah. This is going to really solidify what we know. This one is absolutely. All right. Well, Taylor, happy, happy birthday again. Thank, Thank you. you. Happy- One of the things you said about Levi. <laughs> to Levi. I'm so glad that he's finally there. And again, we're going to have to post a picture. Bye.